0: And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Phillies played their first of three this weekend. The Marlins ace, the best in baseball, Sandy Alcantara, went opposite of the Phillies right-hander Kyle Gibson. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner.
1: A really disappointing loss for the Marlins tonight. 2-1 here at Lone Depot Park against the Phillies. In the opening game of this important three-game weekend series, Sandy Alcantara was... Well he was Sandy Alcantara, he was terrific yet again. Eight dominant innings, but a little hiccup in the seventh cost him because the Marlins just got very little going offensively all night tonight against Kyle Gibson and then three Philadelphia relief pitchers. Sandy and Gibson were the starters. Sandy came out on fire. He retired the first 13 in a row with one out in the fifth inning. JT Romuto's single was promptly erased on a double play. So he had faced the minimum through five and the Marlins gave Sandy the lead in the second inning. Avi Garcia led off drawing a walk against Kyle Gibson. Brian Anderson just missed a home run. He doubled high off the wall and left putting men at second and third with nobody out in the second for Brian De La Cruz. The 1-0 pitch, De La Cruz is in the air. shallow center field on to make the catch. catchmoniac. Runner tags at third, Garcia's coming home. The throw is way up the line. And it'll be a sack fly for Brian De La Cruz to make it 1-0 Miami. Marlins couldn't manage anything more in that inning. Remember they had second and third nobody out. Yeah, they got the one run, but only the one run. And that would certainly come back to haunt them. Kyle Gibson got on a pretty good roll, beginning with De La Cruz sack fly. He retired eight in a row and would allow only two more base runners and getting through six innings here tonight. Gibson, six innings, four hits and a run walked one, struck out five, through 96 pitches, 61 strikes. Meanwhile, Sandy was cruising along in the sixth inning. He struck out the first man, Matt Vierling, and with one out, nobody on, he went after Didi Gregorius. Gregorius gets into one, deep to right, back goes Avi, and he makes a runny catch, right in front of the wall. Avi Garcia ran it down for the second, out in the sixth inning. And when Sandy then struck out Mickey Moniak, he had faced the minimum 18 through six innings of one hit shutout ball with no walks and nine strikeouts. Sandy was absolutely electric, and then to start the seventh of the one nothing lead, he faced Kyle Schwarber, the league home run leader. Sandy, the one, two to Schwarber, swing and a miss. Got him on a change for the third time in a row. Strikeout number 10 for Alcantara. It is his ninth career double digit strikeout game, his third of 2022. Well, Sandy was into the seventh inning and at that point had worked 25 consecutive scoreless innings over his last four starts. The streak had climbed to the third longest ever by Marlin starting pitcher and the fourth longest by Marlin starter or reliever all time. But it would end in that seventh. After the strike out of Schwarber, he walked Reese Hoskins on four pitches. It was the first contra walk of the night. Hoskins on four pitches. Nick Castellanoson followed with a single. He beat the shift. A ground ball through the right side with nobody home, putting men at first and second with nobody out. And down 1-0, the Phillies sent rookie Derek Hall to the plate. Two on, one out, Sandy's pitch. And Hall hits a high fly ball deep down the left field line. So they're chasing into the corner. It's off the wall. There goes the shutout. Around third coming home, Hoskins, trying to score. And out at the plate, Castellanos. He is gunned down, trying to give the Phillies the lead. But it's an RBI double for Derek Hall, and it's 1-1 in the seventh. Third base coach Dusty Wath threw up the stop sign for Castellanos, but he ran right through it and he was gunned down at the plate. Soler to Rojas to Stallings for the second out in the inning, but the Phillies weren't done. In a 1-1 game, they had Hall at second after his RBI double for the former Marlin, JT Romuto. Again, a 1-2 to Romuto, and it's pulled to third. Big hop, it's off the glove of Anderson down the line. The Phillies have the lead. Hall is in to score and RealMuto's got an RBI double, 2-1 Philadelphia. Andy diving toward the line, that ball took a vicious hop. It would be a three for four night for Muto. and the Phillies were on top somehow against Sandy. Now Sandy came back, he got Bryson Stott to fly to right ending the seventh inning and then he would strike out two more in a scoreless eighth, at which point his night was over. Sandy exited the game, trailing two to one. Eight innings, four hits, two runs, two walks, 12 strikeouts, 106 pitches, 75 strikes. His season A was at 1.73 coming in. It's at 1.76 exiting the game tonight. Another unbelievable performance by Sandy whose scoreless inning streak ends at 25 in a row. Among Marlins starters all time, only Javi Vasquez and Henderson Alvarez with longer streaks. Vasquez, 29 innings. In September of 2011, Henderson Alvarez with 26 consecutive scoreless innings in May and June of 2014. One reliever, Luis Aquino, back in 1994 had a 26 in a third inning string. Right, Sandy's run of scoreless innings ended at 25 with that two run seventh inning. He made it through eight. Uh, Contra again going seven innings plus in a start, 13 in a row in Marlins history. Only Kevin Brown has had a longer run of consecutive starts, seven innings plus. He went 16 straight in 1996. Last big league pitcher to do it. Clayton Kershaw, who had 17 in a row in his most recent Cy Young season, 2014. And among active major league pitchers, only Kershaw, David Price, and Sandy Contra have at any point in their careers had a run of 13 straight starts with at least seven innings pitch, so Sandy rolls on, but the Marlins just couldn't get anything going offensively, so after Gibson left on line for a win now two to one, they turned it over to the bullpen, Jose Alvarado struck out the side, Anderson, De La Cruz, and Rojas in the seventh inning. Brad Hand came on in the eighth, and he set down Miami in order, he got pinch hitter Nick Fortes batting for Stallings to foul the first, he caught Joey Wonder looking at strike three and induced a ground ball to from Garrett Cooper, So he went to the ninth inning after Eliezer Hernandez stranded a pair in the top. Sir Anthony Dominguez came out and tried to slam the door for the Phillies in the bottom with a one run lead. He got the first out, Jesus Aguilar, on a hard line drive to left. But then Dominguez walked Jorge Soler. So the tying man was on with one out in the ninth inning. The Marlins pinch ran for Soler, Billy Hamilton at first base. Avi Garcia was the hitter and at the end of a good at bat On a 3-2 count, Garcia worked a walk. So suddenly the tying man was at second, the winning man was at first with only one out. Hamilton and Garcia pulled off a double steal, putting runners at second and third with one out, forcing the Phillies to pull the infield in. Brian Anderson then walked on a 3-2 count. That loaded the bases. The infield was in with one out in the ninth. Phillies two, Marlins one. Jesus Sanchez pinch hit for Brian De La Cruz, the lefty hitter to face the righty Dominguez, and Sanchez hit a slow ground ball toward the second base and Bryson Stott with the infield in, Stott fielded it, he fired to the plate. They got the force out on Hamilton, that was the second out of the ninth inning. The Marlins still had him loaded, but they were down to their final out, tying man at third, winning man at second, and it all came down to Sir Anthony Dominguez on the mound and Miguel Rojas at the plate. Garcia leads from third, the 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, Rojas strikes out, and the Phillies hang on to win this one 2-1. A very disappointing night for the Marlins, as well as Sandy pitched. Just could not get anything going offensively, this Marlins team now, if you go back over the last 12 games, the Marlins have scored a total of 30 runs. They have averaged 2.5 runs per game in the last 12. Now, they're 6-6 in that stretch because their pitching's been brilliant. They got an ERA in the mid twos over the last dozen games. So while averaging only two and a half runs scored per game, they've been able to win six of the last 12, but it's because of the pitching. The offense has really let this team down. No home runs now in six straight games for the Marlins. Their longest home run drought since they went seven in a row in 2019. And the Phillies sneak out of here with a win over Sandy Alcantara tonight, two to one. For Philadelphia, two runs, five hits, no errors. Four left for the Marlins. One run, four hits, no errors. They strand seven. Miami 0 for 5 tonight with runners in scoring position. Kyle Gibson, the winner, he's 5-3. Gibson, six innings, four hits in a run. Walked one, struck out five. 96 pitches, 61 strikes. And Sandy Alcantara, the very tough luck lose. Refalls to 9-4 on the year. Sir Anthony Dominguez, his fourth save. Time of the ballgame, three hours, four minutes. So the Phillies snapped their four-game losing streak. They improved to 47-43. They're now a game over on the road, 23 and 22. Meanwhile, the Marlins again fall three under, 500 43 and 46. They're now 22 and 20 here at Lone Depot Park. They were denied their third straight victory, and it would've been their third straight dramatic win, potentially their third straight walk-off win, as they fall to the Phillies tonight, two to one. Marlins pitching in this ball game tonight. Alcantara and Hernandez totaled 14 strikeouts in the ball game. You know, all about the Marlins and Auto Nation partnering again this year to work to strike out cancer in our community. Every time a Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, the Marlins donate $25 to Auto Nation's drive pink initiative. Tonight with those 14 strikeouts, $350 to the Marlins to Auto Nation. And for the season now, 769 Ks and a total of Nineteen thousand two hundred twenty-five dollars from the Marlins' Daughter Nations Drive Pink Initiative.
0: Well, an unfortunate ending to last night's ball game. The Marlins had an opportunity in the ninth. Uh, they didn't have a ton of opportunities uh, throughout the course of the ball game, but certainly had their chance in the ninth to win it. couldn't uh, Couldn't do it. They came up short. Before we hear from Don Mattingly and Sandy Alcantara, let's step aside for a quick commercial break.
1: Be a pro with AC Pro.
0: Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the Marlins 2-1 to loss to the Phillies last night. Donnie, a lot
2: of good pitching tonight. Not too many chances offensively, but they're in the ninth. A lot of good at-bats from the Garcia, and Anderson drawing walks to give you guys mm-hmm. the opportunities. How would you sum this one up?
3: Go. No, this is a tough one. Uh, obviously Sandy, really good. Uh Probably is one of those outings where it looked like he had everything going early, uh, good rhythm. Um, yeah, they were swinging early. He was he was throwing strikes, forcing you to swing the bat, and it was just one of those games. We didn't do all you know. Obviously, we didn't do enough offensively, but you know, when you look facing guys like Sandy, really, if we're on the other side of that, you, you know, your guy has to throw zeros and keep you in the game, and anything could happen and really that's what we've seen today. Their guy keeps them in the game, um, you know, and then they're able to, you know, they basically get a, you know, the walk, and then the the Riomuto hit it looks like it jumped on like a, like a really bad hop. But, you know, that's what happens. You stay in the game, you got a chance. And what was Gibson doing, do you think, to kind of keep the hitters off balance all I mean, that's what he does. He keeps the ball down. He's got a sinker. uh he's going to stay on the bottom of the plate and he's going to stay on the edges and he's going to force you to try to, you know, you got to force him to get the ball to the middle of the plate. And so he's a, he's a guy that's tough to deal with. And that
2: seventh inning, did you see, I guess,
3: Sandy, I guess, yeah, you know, the four pitch walk, I think he fell behind Castellanos. Did he see him a little bit like, off from how great he was in those first six innings? Not really The The walk obviously was a little bit, you know, he hadn't, hadn't did it all night, but you'll see that now. And then a the guy missed one two. next thing you know, but, You know, Castellanos looks like he just got something, a fastball in, looked like he just kind of shoved it the other way uh, using the other side of the field. He's pretty good with keeping his hands inside and and doing things like that. Uh, So not really. For
2: for that, you say that, is it almost frustrating then that the shift is on for, I guess, a professional hitter like
3: that? Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with the shifts. You know, you catch so many balls, and the one that beats it, you know, you you get frustrated by but, you know, it's like, over the years, the shifts really usually are pretty good. You hit a lot of balls into those things. And, uh, you know, you're playing percentages is what you're doing.
0: Uh, you guys are able to get that run the second inning, you're able to scratch it, uh, walk double, and then set five, and then six innings of not, not being able to to build upon that inning and that until the ninth?
3: Yeah, that's that's really the thing you you want to be able to – you know have room for error in there we wanted to try to be able to scratch a run or two in there somewhere uh, while you're getting those zeros and we just weren't able to do it
0: just for sandy overall just last start before the all-star just evaluate what he's done to this point I i mean
3: just not much to to say on just how good it's been obviously it's it's been dominant you know it's it's deep into every game it's just been dominant for the most part even the nights he had didn't seems to be a little bit off he's he's still you know doing what he does it's one run it's
0: deep into the game and he battles how much value has Billy Hamilton brought to the ball club down he's on second with less than two outs is the tying run but to get in position with two guys with less than two outs to win that thing at the end
3: no Billy's been a a force right you see the value of it um, you know I think not only when he doesn't get the bag, but he's forcing that guy to be quick, uh, you know, when he's at first. And then at second, he's really hard to stop because he, you, you know, at some point you've got to pick up the target. And then and Billy, you give him a, a little bit of a, a run start, you're not
0: going to get him at third. That was Donnie after the Marlins' 2-1 to loss to the Phillies. And as we wrap things up, let's hear from the ace, Sandy Alcantara, who was really, really good last night. It's Sandy
2: Alcantara seventh inning a good start for you again. But in that seventh inning, what adjustments did you
4: see the Phillies hitters make against you? Uh first of all I wanna say thank you God for giving me the opportunity to be healthy and let me to my job. Uh yeah, I mean I was competing today, you know, inning by inning, but um, I don't know what happened in that inning. You know, I think uh they make a really quick adjustment to me, you know, and that happened.
0: It's it tough when it's just literally that one stretch of I think was four batteries left basically Flipped
4: how your alley You know, I I was like using all my, my pitches, you know. But I think, um, you know, when when you gotta face like the same guy, you know, like again and again, I think uh, they know what pitch you wanna throw. You know, I think that's why they they made that adjustment to me. Yeah,
2: were you happy with
4: the location of the pitch to Hall and to JT? No, never. You know, I I don't like missing. You know, I don't like missing location. You know, I I was taught to to Jacob. You know. When he come to the clubhouse you know and he said yeah there was a bad miss you know and he hit it um,
2: how are you able to bounce back after that what adjustments did
4: you make in the end? uh you know that happened in that inning you know but i uh, i gotta forget what happened you know i gotta keep doing my job you know go there and compete outside of that inning very good for you
2: that the 12 strikeouts how did you feel about your stuff
4: yeah everything was good today you know i think uh, my stuff was like, tremendous today, you know, I think my tenure was my best pitch tonight, you know, and I don't have to say too much, but, you know, I think uh, I did a pretty good job tonight, and you guys see it. Team results
0: aside tonight, just how would you evaluate your first half of the season? Obviously, very dominant stuff the last two-plus months. How would you personally evaluate what you've done up until this point?
4: Uh, great, you know, I mean, I always say thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to be healthy. I think... Uh, I finished my first half of the season great, you know, great job, you know, and I think uh, my routine was there, you know, to help me a lot, and, you know, we battle, we battle all the time, you know, I think um, we compete all the time, you know, but sometimes we got a bad day, and we don't have to feel bad about it.
2: Sandy had a lot of support from the fans today. You had Sandy's
4: beach. I don't know if you noticed. I know you're very locked in, but they were counting all your strikeouts and everything. Um, what does that kind of energy and that support do for you on your starts? Oh, that was great tonight. I mean, I, I saw those K, you know, floating in the, in the air, you know, but I mean, I don't have, I don't want to look at there, you know, because they maybe want to make me laughing, you know, but I'm, I was so focused today on the game, but I feel so so good for the fan, you know, because they, they came today to support us, to support me, you know, and they, they got like Keep, keep coming to the game, you know, because uh, they don't see nothing yet, you know. But they, they gotta keep coming, you know, and support us. That
2: being said, what's your goal for the second half of the
4: year? Uh you know, just keep doing the same, you know, keep it healthy, keep competing, just be able to go outside every fifth day, you know, and do my job. Fanny, so, you think
2: you've done enough to be the All
4: Star Game starter? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think so, you know. But I, I don't, I, I don't have to say too much, you know. I don't say, I don't want to, I don't like talking about like, you know. But if they give me the opportunity it's gonna be great for me, you know, for my team, for my country, you know. But I think uh, if they made bad decision, they made it. You know, if they make a good decision, they made it, you know. I'm here to, to do my job. That was the Marlins ace Sandy
0: Alcantara after the Marlins two to one loss to the Phillies last night. Game two of this series comes your way this afternoon at four ten when Max Meyer makes his Major League debut for the Miami Marlins. Tickets are available at Marlins.com/tickets. It's a four ten start with the air at three forty with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins radio network, driven by AutoNation.